Lecture topic: Remembrance of death. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadhi al-nadin astafa. Amma baadu faaudu billahi min al-shaytan al-rajim. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون صدق الله العظيم. Most respected mothers and sisters, this ayat of the Quran Sharif is heard very often. And in this ayat, Allah Taala says, "O you who believe, the believers, those who have iman, those who are already the friends of Allah Taala to a point, every mu'min is Allah Taala's friend. Allahu waliyul ladina amanu. Allah is the friend of the believers. But then, those who are with iman, they are invited to become the close friends of Allah Taala." In another ayat, Allah Ta'ala says, Wallahu waliyul muttaqeen. Allah Ta'ala is the friend of the muttaqeen, meaning the close friend of the muttaqeen. So Allah Ta'ala is saying, O you who believe, fear Allah Ta'ala, adopt taqwa as it ought to be adopted. And do not die except that you are a Muslim, you have submitted yourself to Allah Ta'ala. Do not ever die except that you have surrendered yourself to Allah Ta'ala. So now, for example, a person is told that you're coming for a certain meeting, make sure you bring these particular documents along. A person is going to be taking a flight somewhere. So now he says you must come along with your ID documents. So now he has the time that when he's going to be catching the flight, what time he has to be there at the airport. And therefore now he is planning himself that the ID document is kept in certain place. I need to go and fetch it and I need to take it along. So he has all this planned out. So just as he has been told that you must bring this document along, you must have your passport or you must have this requirement or whatever the issue is. So he's planned it all out and he's decided, okay, I still don't have my passport and I need to travel, I need to get the visa. So I've got now two months before I plan to leave. So I need to now make this application and then it will take one week or one six weeks. So inshallah I got enough time. All this planning will happen. Because we have planned a date for departure. That this departure would be as per the plan. On certain date. Three months time. Two months time. So now we are putting all the other arrangements. Planning that as well. Something to start. Making that arrangement two weeks time. And something else we are being make, making that arrangement three weeks from now, something one month from now, because we have planned the departure date two months from now. So we have all these arrangements. Allah is saying that you are going to be departing, and for the departure, make sure you come along with the requirement of taqwa. So this is a departure, the time is fixed. The time is fixed. And to get past safely through all the aspects of that journey of the Akhirat to the final abode and destination. 
come along with the requirement of taqwa. Now, unlike our situation and the example we have taken, we have planned a departure date, two months time, three months time. So now we are planning all the other arrangements and requirements accordingly. Here also there is a departure. Departure from dunya. Wala tamutun. Allah is talking about moth. The departure from dunya. The time of that is not flexible time. Sometimes a person is traveling somewhere. He is making some tentative bookings. He says, I might change it. I might make it a little bit later. I am planning to go by that time. But there might be some work which is not completed. So I may just postpone it for another week. So just give me some chance. After 2-3 days, 1 week's time, I'll confirm now which date I want to leave on. So for the travel of dunya, we still have the luxury and the, the flexibility of deciding I want to go on this date or that date. But the departure that Allah Ta'ala is talking about, there is no luxury of any flexibility in it. There is no luxury of postponing it. That date and time is fixed. That moment and second is fixed. It's going to happen on that moment. The issue is that the travel date that we set for our travels in dunya, we know the date, we know the time. Sometimes it doesn't happen as per plan. There's a delay, something else happens. But in principle we have some idea that I'm planning to fly on this day, I'm planning to go to this place on this day. Here the departure is fixed. It is going to happen on a particular date, particular time, particular moment, and we have no idea when. We have no idea when it will happen. But it's going to happen. So that's a departure. And we are being told that for the departure, make sure you come along, like there's some requirements for other travel. There's a requirement here also. That requirement is of taqwa. It does not mean that the person didn't have taqwa, he's not going to depart, he's also going to depart. But the person with taqwa, he's going to have a smooth journey across. The person without taqwa, Allah forbid the person without iman, then he's gone, his journey is now obviously in a very, very terrible situation. He's going to be journeying to Jahannam. And all his the the entire road from that point onwards till the destination is also full of difficulty and pain. But unfortunately, if a person, though he had Iman, but was not with Taqwa, he too could face difficulty on the journey. So the lesson in all this is, unlike other travel arrangements we make for dunya, we got no time to now postpone this, to leave it for another time. To decide, okay, I will start sorting this out three days time, five days time, one day's time. We don't have any idea about tonight also. So the point and the lesson that we have to take from this is, Allah Ta'ala is saying, وَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ Don't ever die except that you are in a condition of total surrender to Allah Ta'ala. So when are we going to now fix that time for surrendering to Allah Ta'ala? We cannot even leave it for the next moment. In our heart of hearts, we already have to make that determination that I want to surrender myself entirely to Allah. Now this is the starting point in a mu'min's life. That he has to be forever prepared to depart. So the departure may happen whenever it's decreed, 
it might happen in one year's time, ten years' time, one month's time, one week's time, one day's time. Allah knows best. We have no idea. But every day that we have been blessed with, we have to live with the same focus of Akhirat in front of us, that my time could be up today. I may not see the end of this day. And Allah Ta'ala is saying, وَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ Don't ever die except in a condition that you have surrendered yourself to Allah Ta'ala. What is my level of surrender to Allah Ta'ala? How much have I surrendered? Now, this is how we are supposed to be living our life. This is how we are supposed to be conducting ourselves. In this manner of surrender. But now, for example, this part of the year comes and the atmosphere changes, the whole environment changes, people are now in a different mode, different frame of mind. People are just now interested in trying to just have some fun and excitement, you know, to just be going here, there and everywhere, regardless of whether that place is in order to go to. So now what does this how does this fit in to what is this ayat of the Qur'an Sharif demanding of us? Don't ever die except in a condition that you have surrendered yourself to Allah Ta'ala. So this is a very great, for those obviously, for those who are wishing to keep themselves safe from the things that just sweep people away those who are truly concerned that they must not get carried away and washed away. So for them, even one aspect sometimes becomes sufficient to latch on to and to take a person safely past the obstacles, past the temptations. For somebody, it might be sufficient that he has firmly in his mind that on the day of Qiyamah, Allah wa ta'ala will also announce that وَمْتَازُوا الْيَوْمَ أَيُّهَا الْمُجْرِمُونَ Allah Ta'ala's announcement will come. That on this day, on the day of Qiyamah, all the criminals stand aside. Those who disobeyed Allah Ta'ala, those who did not keep up with what Allah Ta'ala commanded, so stand aside. Now that, image, that, that picture, which we can't ever picture the reality, but some kind of understanding we can bring to mind, and try to imagine that situation, that scene, Allah forbid what a, what a difficult moment it would be if somebody is told you are included in that also. You also stand aside. You are not going to be in the line of where the mercy of Allah is going to be now showered upon people. You are aside. You are in the line of the criminals. In this dunya, Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. If somebody is suddenly arrested, is arrested for whatever, Sometimes it's not his fault also, he just got arrested for something which was a misunderstanding. But what a, what a trying situation that is. What a challenging moment. And then now it's in the midst of everybody, now it's such an embarrassment, such a humiliating situation. People don't even realize or know what is the reality. This person is being arrested for something that is not even his fault, or it's his fault, Allah knows. But nobody ever wants to face that situation. And then, Allah forbid, the person is thrown into prison. And maybe after a few days he gets released also on bail or whatever. 
or they realize they made a mistake. But what a difficult time that is. Then he says, no, no, I'm going to sue them now for what they did to me, wrongful arrest and so on. But despite all that, whether he manages to get something in return or not, but he will never ever be ready to re to undergo that experience again so that he can sue them again for another few million. He says that is just beyond description. He doesn't ever want to be even thinking about it. So now that is this dunya that you don't want to be included in the space of the criminals in a jail, be arrested. Imagine the day of Tiamat. <coughs> the whole creation is present and this call is made that all the criminals and they'll have no choice but to just be aside. What an embarrassment, what a shame, what a situation. Our near and dear ones will be standing sometimes on the other side. They will be looking, where is this person headed to? What he was doing? He was pretending to be very, very pious, very upright. Where he's headed to now? So, now people who, who respected us, who saw us to be good people, who took advice from us, who did so many things, now they're seeing us going in some other direction, Allah forbid. So now, that is the message that for some people, that would suffice. Just merely pondering over this, whenever nafs and shaitan are tempting in some direction, are dragging somebody in some direction, <clears throat> this itself will be sufficient. To take a person to his senses and make him stay away from those temptations. For somebody, this ayat of the Quran Sharif will suffice. وَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ As mentioned, Allah Ta'ala has given us this for us to reflect upon it. And reflect upon it very deeply. Now, we are sometimes being invited to come to some place or being encouraged You come along, we're going somewhere. Somebody is now inviting us to participate in some something which is not in order sins are taking place there the law of Allah Ta'ala is being trampled the place is wrong there's gambling, there's drinking carrying on in that place it's a place of all kinds of vice and nudity and sin so now somebody is encouraging no no we're going, you come if a person has this deeply in his mind but Allah Ta'ala has said وَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ do I have any guarantee that I will not meet my end in the next half an hour or in the next one hour and these people are taking me or I am feeling tempted to go to a place I want to spend good number of hours in there maybe half the night in there and if in this half the night that I want to spend there if in that time my moth comes if in that time while I am trying to these are unfortunately very very sad and tragic realities but tragic realities we've discussed this on previous occasions but these are things to nevertheless reflect. One person uh, who used to, who perhaps is still doing it, was involved in the burials, attending and helping people with the burials. So when somebody passes away, he used to be also part of some undertaking. So they used to call him, then he would go attend to the necessary. So one day he was sitting in a masjid, in a corner somewhere, looking very sad and very very just down so somebody who knew him saw him and he just made out on this person's face that something is not right they came and asked him what happened something happened you're not looking well 
So any case, when he asked him two, three times or whatever, he eventually said, I'm, what can I tell you? Today I was called to come and fetch, or that somebody passed away, so I must now go and uh, fetch the body. So when I asked where, so he was told he, that person has passed away in a casino. And eventually he had to go there to retrieve the body. And when he got there, the person apparently had something which is called a so-called one-arm bandit or something. So he went to pull some lever on it. As he pulled that lever, he had a, that, that, that movement coincided with a, with a heart attack as they described it. And he collapsed right there and he passed away. Now this was the last action in his life. The last action was pulling a lever of a gambling machine. Now we, we have to worry about our situation. This is merely for Ibrad. Merely for a lesson. That in this time of the year people just forget everything. Illa mashallah. Many of us just forget everything. Those or many who are generally conscious. But because this whole atmosphere changes in this time and people just become heedless, we also get washed away and carried away. So now people go to places which they wouldn't have dreamt of going maybe just one month ago, a few weeks ago. But now because others are just taking them along, they just gone along. They are going to places, doing things which they wouldn't have generally done. They wouldn't have imagined doing. But what happened now? Well, just the environment that they got caught up in. The company that they joined up. So now this is the one aspect to develop this consciousness very deeply. Every day make a point of reciting this ayat of the Quran Sharif. Not once, several times. Ya ayyuhal ladina amanu taqullaha haqqa tuqatihi wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimoon wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimoon don't die except in a condition that you have surrendered yourself to Allah Ta'ala. Surrendering to Allah Ta'ala is to give up what Allah has forbidden and to do what Allah Ta'ala has commanded. That is surrender. Externally, from the heart, in every respect, mentally, in our thinking, we surrender to Allah Ta'ala. The most important thing is what is going to please our Allah Ta'ala. What I want that is not an issue. What Allah Ta'ala wants from me, that's the important thing. I want something but I can't have it, doesn't matter. If not having it is going to gain the blessings of Allah Ta'ala, then that is what is of importance to me. So now this is what we have to reflect on. And this ayat of the Quran Sharif, this too, these are all, if a person wishes, he can use it as very, very potent and effective antidotes or antibiotics as we may call them that now when the disease is setting in of desires of temptation towards evil then this one injection would suffice provided it's taken correctly provided it's taken correctly that from the depths of the heart a person is reflecting upon this with yaqeen that my life could leave at any moment I cannot take a chance I cannot go to some place where I wouldn't like to die there. How many of us would like to... Nobody. Who would like to die in the midst of one beach where all kinds of people are in the state of nudity almost 
and they are all in the midst of all that, anybody's moth comes here, he'll feel happy about it. Who will ever feel happy about that? Who wants to go in such a time and place? So now, if that's not the place we want to be in the midst of that kind of crowd, then we can never ever afford to put ourselves in that crowd as well. We cannot afford to be close to that place. So this is one of the very effective aspects which will save a person from going to places that are haram, doing things that are evil, getting involved in company that is wrong, the remembrance of death. And one ayat of the Quran Sharif that highlights this is this ayat. We should try to memorize this, try to keep this in mind all the time, and every morning remind ourselves, repeat it in, during the course of the day, repeat it whenever we experience this situation that there's some temptation in the wrong direction, there's some temptation to listen to something haram, look at something haram, go to some place that is impermissible, some place that is not even suitable. All these occasions are times to now turn to Allah Ta'ala and to remember death and to repeat this ayat, وَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ حَقَّ تُخَاتِي وَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ Inshallah with the barakat of this, that consciousness will come. These things are not something to do once and forget about it and say, well, I did it once, I did it twice and, well, now, I didn't seem to feel any difference yet. To start off with, our hearts are so dead that sometimes when there's some, some situation, then they say, well, there's, it needs shock treatment. So with shock treatment, it will then come back to order. So now, our heart is like dead, we need shock treatment. So that shock treatment is going to be repeatedly bringing this to mind, very, very consciously, very deeply. So every moment has its, every, every occasion has its tremendous benefit, but repeatedly bringing it to mind deeply, not just saying it uh, from the tongue without pondering what we are saying, without even thinking about what we are saying, just let it happen, let's carry on, we counted the number, I was supposed to say something or read something five times, I read it five times and done. The benefit will still be there, but the real benefit and the full benefit is when we do it fully well. We do it half well, so now we can't expect full benefit out of doing something half well. Somebody cooks some food but half well. So now how delicious is going to be that food? How well is it going to be eaten? So likewise, the better we do it with more consciousness, with more uh, depth, from the depth of the heart, then we'll see the effect of it. So to repeat it over and over again during the course of the day, whenever these temptations are there, when somebody is encouraging us to come to some wrong place, go do something wrong, recite it aloud. And the person will want to know that what's, what you're reading, or why you read this now. So then you tell the person, why I read this, I read it to remind myself. To remind myself that my death could be Time could be up in the next hour. If I am going to go to this place, I'll be there in half an hour's time, and my death could be in one hour's time. That death will come right there. Do I want to die in this kind of place? No, I don't want to die in such a place. So I'm not going to take a chance. Though you will be presenting what you are doing for yourself, this will become a dawat, and will become a lesson and a message for others as well. That we too should be thinking in this manner. But don't ever get carried away, don't ever get swept away. Unfortunately, 
these things sometimes people who are near and dear they too forget what the purpose of life is and let alone do things that are wrong themselves they take others along they force others to join them they want that company they feel that no it doesn't that that fun is incomplete without company so now number one that person himself is going in the in the wrong direction but now they're dragging others along Allah Ta'ala save us from this kind of situation so therefore this is not a time to drop our guard rather it is a time to increase the guard some people said this is a very dangerous time the December month there's a lot of hijackings and a lot of robberies and so on so now you must heighten the guard they're hiring more security so for protecting the dunya people are hiring more security for protecting the dunya they are talking about this and making one another aware and alert that mustn't take chances in this time of the year the crime rate just goes up and all these things so now just as the crime rate of this carries on and goes higher shaitan also puts his all his agents in high mode all shaitan's agents also their crime rate also increases of all the sins so we need to be also very much more alert and in greater um, being greater more conscious of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala this is what's going to protect us and save us Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala keep us steadfast on deen and iman and steadfast on a'mal saliha Allah ta'ala save us from all the evils and vices save us from evil environments from sinful environments and from sinful and evil uh, company etc Allah ta'ala keep us with afiyat keep us steadfast on deen and iman and take us on perfect iman raise us on the day of qiyamah with perfect iman wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen Allahumma laka alhamdu kulluhu wa laka shukru kulluhu اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك اللهم لا إله إلا هو الحي القيوم وعنت الوجوه للحي القيوم يا أحدا صمدا لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يقل له كفوا أحد جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله يا ربي صلي وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه معين والحمد لله